You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place because it's time to win with dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Hello, listeners. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Win With Dogs here on Pet Life Radio. I am Raquel, your host. You know, I wholeheartedly believe in the power of touch to bring about and sustain health in our pups. And one modality that I've always been fascinated with is acupressure and its healing effects. Acupressure deals with the energy of the body and energy meridians, which often translates to the nerve path, which can help with pain, anxiety, nervousness, digestion, a whole health of symptoms can be um, helped with this modality. So I'm thrilled today to have Amy Snow with us. She's a pioneer in the field of animal acupressure. Together with Nancy Zadonis, Amy has published books, DVDs, and meridian charts for hounds, horses, and cats. They founded and operate the Tallgrass Institute, which has been integral to the field of animal acupressure, providing practitioner training and certification programs worldwide. You know, acupressure is a wonderful hands-on modality that dogs respond to beautifully, and it's safe and natural. So sit tight, and after this short break, we'll be right back to talk with Amy Snow from the Tallgrass Institute of Animal Acupressure. Hang tight. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Having a rough day... Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win with Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. Welcome back to the show. I'm so pumped about chatting with today's guest. Amy Snow is a just a titan in the field of acupressure, and she began her study of acupressure in 1976 with human Jinshin Jitsu and continued to study Chinese medicine in Denver at the International Institute of Chinese Medicine. She's also studied at the Chi Institute in Florida, and she founded Tallgrass Institute about 10 years ago with Nancy Zadonis, who unfortunately cannot be with us today. They're both dedicated educators devoted to bringing animal acupressure to people all over the world. I know that you offer courses worldwide and have created learning tools to support people in their learning of acupressure, Amy. In fact, I first discovered your greatness when I purchased your book, The Well-Connected Dog, which is a must for your bookshelves. Amy, the pet community is certainly lucky to have you both advocating for pet wellness. Welcome to Win With Dogs. Thank you. Raquel, I want to thank you for including acupressure in your book, Stretch Your Dog Healthy. I think it's an excellent book, and I think it's also another must for uh, bookshelves all over the world. Well, thanks, uh, Amy. I appreciate that. You probably are dealing with a lot of similar situations that I am. I've had great successes with some of my canine clients just using stretching and massage, just some touch uh, therapies. So I know that acupressure techniques are great, no tools are required, and no needles. So I don't want people to think that needles are involved with acupressure. Could you clarify for the listeners the difference between acupressure and acupuncture and how acupressure works exactly? Well, what you did say is that acupressure, you're using your hands. So it's non-intrusive, whereas with acupuncture, they use needles. And it is invasive. And the beauty of acupressure is that you can, any dog owner, guardian, can use acupressure themselves and work with their own animals. They do need some training, but we've seen a lot of good work done by beginners who start. In fact, I've seen some amazing changes in animals with people who have just begun, maybe even just using our DVDs. But the big difference... Between the two is the needles, but the similarity is they're both based on traditional Chinese medicine, which is the study basically of how to stay healthy, uh, how to keep the body balanced throughout the year, throughout a lifetime. It looks at the life cycle of the animal. It looks at the cycle of the year. It takes into account how to stay healthy for a very long and good life. Right. Help your animals in that direction. I agree, and just to add to this, balanced energy combined with increased cellular movement is optimal for health, and I think one of the keys, key fundamental keys to maintaining health, like you're saying, the body. I've found, though, Amy, that people are intimidated by touch and working with their pets' bodies, which is one reason I wrote my book, just to try to encourage people to touch their animal and stretch them and move them. And I try to reassure people that if you pet with intention – and your intention is on stimulating healing within your dog's body, and your intent is on being gentle, you're going to be doing a safe job. So I I guess you feel the same way that, yes, with some training, you need some training, but not a lot. Do you you feel that the same way? Do you tell people who are afraid to implement some acupressure techniques because they're unqualified that they should just get in there and start touching their animals? 
I see what you're saying, and I do agree with it to a certain extent, but I think there has to be some education involved. Exactly. And I, you know, we call it educated intuition. But Chinese uh-huh. medicine really does explain how energy does flow through the body. You know, the, people have heard the word qi, seen as either qi or chi or even qi, ki, the Korean method uh, use of the word. And it has to do with balancing the flow of energy through the body. But you can, without knowing it, especially in a pregnant animal, an animal that may be injured, I don't want people to jump in and do anything without veterinary care, to be honest. We look at holistic veterinary care as part of what we do, too. Uh, if you see a dog limping, your first line is to go to your holistic vet. Absolutely. You can help in that situation, but only after the vet has seen the animal. So just for safety purposes, any kind Absolutely. of trauma, any kind of uh, limping, digestive disorders as well, but once they've gotten past that and followed the recommendations of the holistic vet, acupressure, massage, and I think other forms of body work can be very, very useful. I agree, and you're referring to what we like to call complementary medicine. In other words, something that complements other modalities. So when we're looking at our pet's health, you know, acupressure is one tool, movement, being flexible, having muscle symmetry. This all leads to decreased pain and fluidity of movement, but also, like you're saying, you know, we need to refer to holistic veterinary care because they can provide us information about nutrition, supplementation if that's the route you want to go, and also helping with things like prescription pills, if whether or not to take them, vaccinations, etc. So I would have to second you on that, that you don't want to just jump in, but at the same time, a beginner can have great success uh, with working in, with their pet. And I find that animals respond really well to their owners. So I tell people sometimes they they might be dealing with a calmer pet than I am just because their their animals trust them, you know. So that's helpful. Speaking of that, what kinds of things can acupressure help? You were saying digestion and balancing the energy. What about different types of pain? I know pain is so hard to treat in the dog world. It's def- definitely a hard thing to treat animals in pain. Do you feel that acupressure is helpful for that? Yeah, extremely. In fact, uh, it's recommended for pain management. The other areas are associated with arthritis, for instance, older dogs. A lot of chronic issues like arthritis, like chronic issues around digestion, tendon, ligament. What acupressure does, and the more educated you are and the more Chinese medicine that you know, the more effective you can be. And I, I think you have to look at the effectiveness scale, so to speak, that the more you know, the more specific you can be. You know, we can give you general points and say, okay, use gallbladder 34 for tendon ligament issues. But until you really understand how that works and how to use the techniques of using acupressure, there's a whole field called Tui Na, which is a form of Chinese acupressure, and it's a Chinese marie massage. And we use a lot of those techniques also in what we teach and do simply because, frankly, in China, they use Tuinam more than they use acupuncture. Somehow the West has gotten hooked on acupuncture, whereas still in the Asian countries, they're more involved with massage and acupressure for keeping and maintaining health. And I think the main purpose of acupressure is preventive 
Mm-hmm. I agree. Not, what, what we're after is that we do not have torn tendons. We do not have uh, stretched ligaments. We do not have the building up of pain. But the more you understand acupressure in Chinese medicine, the healthier dog will be for a longer period of time. Yeah, a couple things you mentioned that I want to say to just kind of go into more depth about in that statement. One, that in China, I didn't know this, it's interesting that they actually use the meridian massage more. And from my background, I'm in, uh, I was in personal training and then massage therapy. So I'm versed in bodies with movement. And I think probably the benefits of the massage versus just the straight acupressure is you're actually hydrating that fascial layer of tissue that's the sheath of the body, which really houses all of the proprioception, your balance, the nerve path that's responsible for hydration. It's really an amazing thing. So you telling me that that really makes sense to me that massage should be also in your tool belt for preventive care for sure. Another thing I wanted to ask you about was the pain you're talking about not waiting until there's a torn ligament or uh, arthritis because if I'm not mistaken you probably agree that acute conditions are much harder to treat than if you catch something quite early on so let's say a dog owner notices that their dog is limping they take their dog to the vet and the vet says Okay, he has a little bit of pain in lower back. Maybe there's some asymmetry. He's just getting older. What would you advise for someone to do then to, let's say, deal with maybe low back issues or hip issues, any kind of mobility issues like that? Could you walk us through maybe what you could do with that animal just briefly like a synopsis? Well, to start with, yeah, knowing somewhat what the Western assessment is, diagnosis from the western side, and we assess and we see how the animal is moving. Mm-hmm. We also touch them to feel for any hot or cold places on the body to see the entire circulation of chi mm-hmm. and how it's functioning in the body. We look at the coat. There's many things that from a west, uh, eastern pathology point of view, we look at uh, you know, the brightness of the eye, the uh, texture of the coat, the dryness, moistness, if there are any rough spots. So we're looking at the entire animal, and that's part of that holistic nature. You're going to first check out the animal. You're going to first look at him, basically just scan him, visually touch a little bit, and that's going to give the pet owners just an idea of kind of where their dog is at, right? That's the first step. We're going to look at the whole animal as an entirety because, you know, we're going to look at him again at some other time down the road after an acupressure session and see how what changes have taken place. And there's always change over time. Yeah, gotcha. Um, What you're looking for is how is this animal functioning within its environment? What's the coping? What's the how's the animal coping? Now, if they're an agility animal and we see, you know, they're seven years old and, of course, they're getting a little sore -er, because that's a little slightly over middle age, we're going to... We need to know a lot about the animal as well. If they're doing agility, fly ball, whatever their sport is, or just house pet, mm-hmm. how much walking. So there are a lot of questions that end up happening. Then there's a physical, and we do what's called the opening part of the session, mm-hmm. in which we actually assess how the internal, we can tell by doing the opening, get some information about how the internal organs are functioning. Are you referring to if you find like a 
sensitive point or area that would correspond with an organ and you might know that there would be dysfunction there based on that sensitive acupressure point? Right. We're looking at it for imbalances. It's called patterns of disharmony, the the actual terms. We're looking for different patterns that the animal is presenting. Because one thing alone, a limp is not just a limp. A limp. (laughs) Yeah. We're having to look... We look a little further than that. Which is uh, why, let me just say right here before you go further, which is where I think Western medicine faults. I think it's so valid, Western medicine, and I hope we can learn to blend the two beautifully for now and in the future. But that is what you're saying. A limp to many Western cultures is truly just a limp, and that may not be the case. It could show an imbalance somewhere else causing this limp, like you're saying. Well, they're so still done- limping. We don't ignore the limp, but we do. No, of course. <laughs> yeah, we look at the age. We look at the time of the year. We look what they've done, what they're not doing. We look at the food they're eating, mm-hmm. how much warm-up is the uh, guardian Gosh, giving the animal so- before they go into a session. You know, what time of year it is it, how, how much have they been competing. Right. You know, there's a lot to look at, and we see a lot of what we can call them performance dogs. You know, they're going to mm-hmm. be doing agility, they're going to be doing something physical or not. So depending on their physical condition at the time. But we're doing something very similar as Western medicine. We are taking a snapshot of the animal at that time. Exactly, which in my book, I call it, I call it a canine baseline, and my canine baseline, a snapshot of your dog's health, is like the first step, I think, to, to uh, starting a health program. And my, I don't know if you notice in my book, I have various things like you're saying, you know, temperament and nutrition, skin coat and eyes, but your uh, picture of health from an acupressure perspective probably contains a lot more things that than are on my canine baseline, you know, I'm thinking. Possibly. It, it's just that we're looking at balance over a lifetime. Right. So and you're trying to stimulate healing instead of just masking the issue. Definitely. And we're also looking at making, you know, optimal wellness, as we call it. And, and that, that's become a bandied about phrase. But what it has to do with is it's, it's the whole animal being well for a long period of time making sure that, for instance, dogs get lipomas. Mm -hmm. When they're younger, I have found with acupressure, we can get rid of them. Mm -hmm. But as their system ages and the system slows down, there's just so much, and I'm going to be very honest, there's there's no miracle that -hmm. we're going to get rid of the lipomas as as an older dog, the older the dog is, Mm -hmm. because the system slows down to such a point. But we continue to use the same points to move chi, energy, through the lipomas exactly, so that we're getting energy, heat. Chi is heat, heat, chi is energy, and right. moving the body fluids more readily. A lipoma, for instance, is encapsulated fluids. Mm-hmm. So what we want to do is keep heat just as if after it rains, the sun comes out and the uh, puddle dries up, mm-hmm. you know, the sidewalk dries up. Exactly. Well, it's the same concept. So acupressure is the, you know, is one of the means of keeping the body moving, both fluids of the body, the essence of the body, as we call it, and energy, the heat of the body. Yes, and movement is how the body heals. I say it every day, multiple times a day. Movement truly is how the body heals, I, I believe. 
whatever. So acupressure is a form of enhancing that process. I agree with you. Wow. This is really interesting stuff. And we need to take a quick break for a second. And then I want to get back to you and I want to I want to talk some more about some of the conditions that acupressure can help and actually I want to talk a little bit more about this heat energy chi concept because I know a lot of people are somewhat turned off by the new aginess of of that term but like you're saying heat is simply just energy and every you know energy is a byproduct of cellular movement and hopefully we have that because that means we're alive. (laughs) So let's take a minute to break for our sponsors. And when we get back, Amy, we will continue the discussion. Uh, Right now, you're going to sit tight, and we'll be right back after this word. Thank you. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win with Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. Yay, thanks for hanging tight. This is Raquel Wynn. You are listening to Pet Life Radio, and we're here with Amy Snow talking about acupressure, really fascinating subject to me. I mean, I could spend a lifetime studying and reading it and probably still only scratch the surface of what there is to know. Before the break, we were talking about movement in the body, movement of heat and chi or energy, and how that is so important. And I just want to read you something quick out of my book, Stretch Your Dog Healthy. It's in Chapter 5, the acupressure section. It says, it seems to me that energy gets passed off as too weird to be understood or to be real. Don't be turned off by what you can't see. Remember that energy is simply the byproduct of cellular movement. Your dog is just a bundle of moving cells held together by cellular memory, muscles and bones, fascia and intention. And we can measure this energy, for example, when using an EKG to record the movement of the energy of the heart. On paper, this energy is represented by waves. Sound is also represented by waves. The more distorted a sound, the more square is the wavelength. So distortion in the body comes in the form of stress, pain, asymmetry, and poor nutrition, thus causing the energy waves of the body to distort. So balancing your dog's energy actually causes his waves of cellular movement to become more rounded and to vibrate in sync. Smoother vibration means less rattling, less body breakdown, less pain, and greater longevity. Now, Amy, on this movement of energy, which is really amazing, and I'm sure you get a high just from working with your clients. I know I do. Sometimes you can actually feel like the relief in the body when the chakras or the energy meridians are balanced. So for those people that 
don't do well with things that they cannot see or measure, I wonder what types of things could they be looking for to know that this movement is occurring? Like, is there signals that the dogs might give you or would they be feeling certain things to know that, in fact, they are tapped into this chi that's invisible, basically? Yes. During an actual session, acupressure session, dogs will often just voluntarily lick, you know, their lips and or yawn or stretch on their own because they feel movement and they're helping to move that uh, energy through their body and those vibrations, as you call them. You know, I don't want to get too scientific because well, part of it is also looking at the fact that it's, uh, it's up to the body to heal itself. It's up to the body to move the energy. We're just enhancing it. When we talk, we can't, with acupressure, we don't look at what we're curing. The word cure is sort of a dangerous one. Mm-hmm. Mainly, we're we're supporting the healing environment within the dog's body. Yes, and, and that's what is exciting about it. And you asked that's what kind a great of, point. Yeah, you asked what kind of issues. The first issue is the immune system. In Chinese medicine, we're always looking at the immune system, and in acupressure, we want to support that. If there's a breakdown in the immune system, that means the dog's not coping well within an his own environment. Right. And those things can show up as uh, skin problems, digestion problems, uh, respiratory issues, even shoulder, you know, soreness. I, I, we saw a fly ball dog recently, and uh, the, the guardian said, well, he's so young, he shouldn't be having any trouble with his shoulders. Well, you're overworking the shoulders, and what we also found out, talking about your book too, is the uh, guardian was not stretching or warming up the dog before he competed. Poor puppy. Is, yeah, very, very get dangerous. Out, get out there and race. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't run and jump and tear your ligaments in your shoulders. And so no. the animal was probably having some level of tearing constantly going on, even though she was only three years old. Yeah. So, because uh, when they get excited, a dog doesn't feel anything. Why? Because the endorphins... Yeah. And adrenaline is pumping, and you don't feel anything. Those are natural painkillers, mm-hmm. uh, and they go so they can cause damage to themselves. They're so worse dogs, weekend warriors than we are, for sure. Right. I just wrote an article for um, Animal Wellness that is exactly about the weekend warrior dog. Gosh, and so I mean, we could of, talk about that for a whole nother show. <laughs> yeah, that could be another thing. But acupressure can also help with behavior issues. Yeah, that's, uh, that's you know, aggression, anxiety, fear, grief. Dogs do experience grief, and any kind of mental clarity for training as well. There are very often we see a lot of distracted dogs. They, they call them ADD dogs, but they're really yeah. not. Yeah. They just have a lot going on, and they're usually pretty bright animals. So helping them focus for training is one of the things I think acupressure does an extremely good job. You know, like you're referring to behavioral issues. You're referring to balancing this energy, which is what acupressure is all about. And certainly, if energy is out of balance, to me, that means that the nerve path is overstimulated or it can't get regulated. And we all know, like, what, you know, restless legs or nervy, that nervy kind of impingement feeling. And I I tend to think that that's what revs those dogs up is clearly they're almost having like a straitjacket effect. They're bound. They're bound by their fascia. You know, they, they don't really know what's expected of them in terms emotionally, like you're saying, socialization-wise. So, wow, acupressure is a great 
tool to handle some things that conventional medicine will sometimes just give them Xanax or, you know, NSAIDs for the arthritis. But as we're saying, that's just kind of masking the symptom. It's like, why is that issue there? Acupressure does work well with other modal- vibrational modalities like essential oils, like flower essences, yeah. and massage, body, you know, tissue manipulation, uh, and body movement. Um, also, food is very critical. We just adopted our second uh, greyhound. Uh, who had, She was a breeder, and she'd been in a kennel for nine and a half years. And, oh, baby. Uh, she said when we first got her, she would to stand up, her legs would shake and quake because she had no oh. muscle tone whatsoever. So she was a pretty sad animal. She lay on her bed just looking glassy-eyed. Well, we've literally had her for two weeks and two days, and now she's skipping up and down stairs. She's animals. Re- when the energy is good for them, they respond. Yeah. When the energy is flowing properly, they respond. They are phenomenal. Where they're not like humans who need to hold. We hold on to our own owies for God knows how long. <laughs> That's what I but, say all the time with my humans. Yeah, my humans only had the same. Well, if my animals have so much less psychological blocks <laughs> yeah, than the humans. Well, you asked how we can tell the, how mm-hmm. the animal is responding. Mm-hmm. It's exactly that. Simi is our new dog, and she is, you know, her eyes are bright and shiny. Her coat within two weeks with good food, uh, to be honest, we feed raw. Yeah, I'd She's love to know what you think about the shiny and bright and moving and wants to go for walks, wants to go out in the back garden and and be with the other dogs, which first three, four days, this dog literally lay comatose on a yeah. dog bed. So how the much acupressure do you give her? How many times uh, have you actually, her? We give her a session only every three days of very specific acupressure. But every morning, I will give her a general balancing just to keep her connected, keep her body energy connected. But I will not do a specific session with her. The minimum would be every three days on a basically healthy dog. But she's got a lot of overcoming. We still have yeah. things to get get done. But yeah. you can't expect to turn around. Her turnaround has been utterly amazing. But you usually can't expect it to turn around, you know, on a, on a dime. Right. It's not going to change tomorrow. It could take, once you do a session, it takes 24 hours for the body energy to cycle. Then another 24 hours to see what the outcome is. When you first do it, it takes 24 hours for the body to do what? For energy to circulate throughout the body completely to get to okay. all the different organs. to make organs. a full cycle. Gotcha. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Full cycle. Then you wait another day to see how the effect is. And then on the third day, you can assess what next you need to do. But you don't want to do uh, too many sessions too quickly because you really, the body needs time to heal itself. Yeah. Totally. And that's, you know, you keep saying, and I love that you keep saying this, that we or, you know, any of you listeners that are going to be, you know, pursuing acupressure or massage, you are just the facilitator of this dog's healing in his own body or pet, animal, cat, whatever you have. 
you know. So we are not responsible for the healing, which is great because that means we don't have to be experts to get results, you know. We are just cueing the body and letting that body take over. And maybe the reason that dogs respond so well is because their bodies can respond and take these cues from us and go to work and like get the he- let the healing begin. Whereas I know with a human, it's like, oh, my shoulder hurts. Well, why does it hurt? Okay, you keep doing the same repetitive motion that hurts it. The humans will never stop doing that repetitive motion that hurts it. They keep compounding the problem. A dog tends to get it the first time around or get it more than most humans, I would say, the first time around. So I love that you keep saying we are just facilitating this healing in the body. I love that. One last thing I want to ask you, and then we're out of time. Is there anything that people should be aware of? You talked about pregnant dogs or um, if, you know, they have a cold or whatever. Is there any time that you should just not do the acupressure that it could make something worse? Uh, Pregnancy, especially for a novice, because you can abort. That can happen, and you've got to be very careful. There are very specific points you may not use. But there's also any certain types of injuries, any kind of trauma, Again, I want people to go to their holistic vet first right. because many uh, body workers do not know, have a strong enough pathology background. Mm-hmm. Though, for instance, our school does offer a pathology course online because we want people to know what they're looking at, but it still means yeah. that they go to the holistic vet. Any kind of bleeding out, so trauma situations, absolutely go to the vet hospital as fast yeah. as you can get there. It's really hard to work on dead animals. Yeah. Not a good idea. They don't respond um, well. <laughs> so, yeah, my, yes, there are specific things. There's, you know, heart issues that I think that we could interfere with, mm-hmm. and we don't want to do that. I think being a safe practitioner and being safe with your animal is absolutely key. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the more you know, the better you will be at it, at knowing what you're seeing and doing. And yeah. so that's part of that educated intuition. And there's so many things with acupressure that you can help, especially the chronic issues, aging dogs. But there are many that you can't. So you can at a certain level. How do I Right. That? So this is for prevention and having your dog keeping pain at bay and chronic issues at bay. Acupressure is definitely something you want to do when you're dealing with acute care. It could probably complement it, but you need to know what you're doing and you need to be working with your vet, you know, for sure. So if the people... If, ac- yeah, you pardon? also can talk, you know, at that point, go to a very highly trained canine exactly. acupressure practitioner. Great. And if you listeners are interested in learning more about acupressure, please go pick up uh, The Well-Connected Dog by Amy Snow and Nancy Zadonis. There's some fabulous charts in there. I mean, it, you could read it. I've probably read it three times and still don't know everything in there. I need to read it probably 20 times to pick it all up. But it's a great, great book to have to refer to. Also, your website, Amy, is animalacupressure.com, right? And that's one C in acupressure. And can they get information online about your courses at your website and such? Yeah, there's a complete, the website has all of our courses, all of our books. The other good thing about the website is we have articles that we've written 
four mm-hmm. different publications all over the world. Mm-hmm. So you can look at recent articles and see if there are any conditions that you that we address in the articles that you have going on. So oh, that right. we've made the uh, there's also tips of the month, and there are many specific issues that we'll address, such as the one last month, and you can go into the archive under the canine tip of the month, mm-hmm. and uh, that talk about the traditional points that aren't on Meridian specifically, which are mm-hmm. the energy channels. They're very good. There's the great point that I think every guardian knows. It's called the Anshen point, and it's right behind the ears, and if you rub that, dogs really love it. So there's things like that on our site. Oh, yeah. More. That's great. I was just excited about it. <laughs> I was yeah, excited so, about more info. <laughs> yeah, so there's, more there's info. lots. The website will give you lots of information. You can, you know, there are books and charts that you can see that you can purchase. But there's also a lot of learning you can do just by going to the website. Great. Well, speaking of charts, thank you for contributing your beautiful chart in my book. I really appreciate that and. I thank you so much for being with me today, Amy, and shedding some light on acupressure, which really, truly is something everyone should just look into and see if it resonates with you because dogs respond fabulously to it. So, Amy, thank you again for being with us today. And for all of you out there, go to animalacupressure.com and check out all of the information available there. You can also get information about becoming a certified animal acupressure practitioner on that site. Um, Also, Amy and Nancy are founders of the National Board of Certification for Animal Acupressure and Massage, which is a national licensing board which will give credibility to this wonderful, wonderful field. Hopefully it will just help get it in the forefront of people's mind that this is a valid form of therapy. So thank you all for listening to Win With Dogs. If you want to comment on my show or have anything you want to talk to me about you can email me at raquel at petliferadio.com in closing i just want to let you know that you are just trying to become empowered as a pet parent and get as many tools in your health belt as you can so don't be intimidated just seek out knowledge knowledge is power and get in the health game and i say go win with dogs thanks we'll see you next time Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and Win with Dogs. <laughs>